Hi, I'm Andras Jones, the host of Radio 8 Ball, the daily podcast from Starburns Audio, where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. And on this week's episode, we are featuring singer-songwriter Anya Marina, whose new web series, Anya Marina, Independent Woman, is available from Warner Sound. The series features Kate Walsh, Nigel Fullerton, Ian Fidance, and other funny, talented friends of Anya's who join us to ask a question for the Pop Oracle on our show. Now, for the next two weeks, we're making a limited-run t-shirt featuring the cover of Anya's Radio 8 Ball episode available. Just go to the Radio8Ball.com and click on the shop link at the top of the page. This offer is good through June 3rd, so... Don't miss out on this opportunity to celebrate your love for Radio 8 Ball and adorn yourself with Anya Marina's face. A podcast network. Holy shit, Snacks. This is Pam from Archer, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball. Welcome to... to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, hanging out here at the Vanilla Sky Lounge in New York City in a deluge with Anya Marina. Hi. Hi, Anya. You have some very talented, funny... And attractive friends. I do. Yes, you do. And one of them is joining us here. He did not know that he was going to be on a podcast today. He's reaching for a pair of headphones that are not plugged in. And so... <laughs> he flies by the seat of his pants. <laughs> he knows how to deal with life. Let's welcome him to the show and figure out how he found himself synchronistically here, like Richard Dreyfus in Close Encounters of the Third Kind, chosen by the aliens... <laughs> Didn't know he was going to end up going to space, but here he is, Dennis Callow. Thank you. You said it right. Yeah, well. And also a mashed potato artist, and like, you, like Richard Dreyfus. Oh, you are a mashed potato artist. Professionally. Is that in that you sculpt mashed potatoes or that you do the mashed potato? I just insanely have to play with them if they're in front of me, and I end up making like some kind of sculpture. <laughs> Because well, it, it's just, it's like I need to do something with my hands, you know? So, yeah. We should also say that you are the, you're a podcast host. I am, yes. You host a, po- a film podcast. I'm a yeah. big fan of film podcasts. I'm surprised that I did not know about it, but I'm looking forward to exploring it. 
It is the... The it's Carrie Allen great. Picture Show. The Carrie Allen Picture Show. Yeah, and I'm excited. You know, it's nice because it's kind of like this... Uh, it's really like this punk rock underground like podcast where all these filmmakers, uh, some some known, some unknown, and we all kind of like mix together. And I also interview cinematographers, musicians, um I interview anyone where mus- where uh, uh, film has kind of touched their life in a major way. And I feel like it's woven into our fabric, right? Especially as creative people, like all of us have that experience with the visual medium. And I feel like there's so many interesting people to talk to. I love, se- I love talking to set designers. Mm-hmm. They're like the unsung heroes of everything. You're singing their, you're, you're singing their, their praises Singing right their now. praises because it's insane, like, what they have to do and how they do it. And so, like, I find it interesting not just to focus on... I love talking to directors, but also... The the unsung heroes behind everything. Who is your boat? Who's your most impressive guest that you've had so far? And who is the guest that you've had that you feel like is the most unsung, and that you'd like to? Well, I'd have to on? say Anya Marina was the best oh, guest wow. I've ever had on Thank my you. on my show. I would say it's a toss between you and Bethany. Yes, that's has, has film touched your life? The most I wonder if no. Bethany's seething right now. In, in the how, <laughs> how is she's Anya? How pissed. is she's pissed? How has film touched your life? How is what? How has film touched your life? Oh, I'm obsessed with movies. I go to movies all the time. It's saved me. I just feel like when I'm in a movie theater alone, I'm in a safe, cozy place. I love going alone to the movies. I think I fell in love with film somewhere in my teen years. Probably Woody Allen. Yeah, not, yeah. Not a popular answer. Oh, that's now, a popular but. answer for me. I will defend that guy till oh, the end. No, you won't. Yes, Don't I will. Say that. Yes, I will. Okay. Let's not get into politics. Mia Farrow's a very dangerous woman. Okay. Wow. This podcast has taken a real turn. <laughs> but Annie Hall was one of those films for me that was yeah. very formative. And I don't know, it was right, right around the time that I watched Annie Hall, I listened to the White Album, and so my mind was blown in two areas, music and film. Both of which are touch, touched on by Mia Farrow. Because Mia Farrow was in Rishikesh with the Beatles when they wrote Sexy most, of the white of, most of the White yeah. Album. Yeah. And, and then, what a dangerous, dangerous woman she was. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Is. Ask Dory Previn. <laughs> okay. You know, she wrote that song about her. Uh, oh, I haven't read it yet. Oh, it, it, she, she wrote a song about... I haven't heard it yet. Cause, uh, I read her song. Because Mia Farrow s- stole her husband, Andre Previn, and oh. she wrote a song called... Like all the pretty young girls or something like that. Oh. You look like Andre Previn. I I feel like Andre Previn you sometimes. You are him. Yes. Well, <laughs> don't tell that. To, don't tell Mia. You have his cheekbones. <laughs> I don't even know what I he looks Andre like. Andre Previn's <laughs> cheekbones implanted in your face. <laughs> Did he die? He can have him back. Didn't he just die? Oh, I don't know. Why are we making I fun of know. him? I don't know. We should stop. It's your fun? fault. No, it's not. No, no. I, I'm staying out of this. Okay. I'm just going to sit here in my corner, <laughs> in my know. chair. Well, <laughs> you. so you were saying before we came in that yes. the way that you came up with the name of your podcast is yes. that someone said that you were a cross between Carrie Allen I mean, Cary Grant and Woody Allen. Right. Oh. So, uh, yeah. So someone had said, that. yeah, someone was, okay. uh, I, when we were, when I was filming my, my last film, my last short film, Death and Disco Fries, I was, I kind of emulated, I put together an outfit that was almost exactly like um, Cary Grant's casual outfit in North by Northwest for one of the scenes. And it came out and one of the co-stars said, oh my God, you're like, you're like Woody Allen and Cary Grant, like smashed together. And I was like. 
Carrie Allen is a great ring to it, you know, so I decided to make that kind of the moniker of my production company as well as um, as well as my podcast. And I will say, like, you know, with all the negative uh, uh, stuff going on with Woody Allen, I, I, I can't defend that. However, I do enjoy his films and I felt like, you know, just putting those two names together was good. It, it just choice. was a good fit for me. Yeah, you know what I mean? I was like, fit. it encompasses my neuroses and, and my sense of how to dress. Yeah, but you need a middle <laughs> name now that, that that talks about your tattoos or your punk side. Like oh, Iggy. Yeah. It should be like the Carrie Iggy Allen picture show. Oh, my God. That's really good. Did he have tattoos? He, he's alive. Or the, so or the Carrie him. Strummer Allen? Oh, there you go. There. Yeah, oh, yeah you're, you're Joe Strummer. Because everyone says Joe Strummer, too. Joe Strummer. Strummer. Yeah. yeah. You can, oh, Carrie Strummer? Break out the tiniest violin for Dennis. Poor Dennis has been compared to, to Joe Strummer, like one of the best-looking rock stars around. <laughs> Coolest. Yeah. Rest well, in peace. I, yeah, yeah R.I.P. We actually, my old band, The Real Six, we opened for him. We opened for him in the... Wow. Yeah, we opened for Joe Strummer, and then we played the Joe Strummer tribute here in Irving at Irving Plaza like years ago. That was the last show we played before we played our reunion show 15 years ago. Well, later. this is interesting because Bethany was... Is your your partner? My Bethany is my my girlfriend. Your girlfriend, my woman, lady, woman, yeah. and woman, she asked a question woman. about a, a mirror as a, uh, a vehicle to the other side. Yeah. and I would imagine that you playing on the same bill with Joe Strummer has a mirroring quality that you were look when you looked at Joe Strummer, you were like, it's almost like looking in a mirror. Oh, yeah. How oh. many drugs are you on right now? <laughs> I'm on the drunk of, drug of synchronicity. There were about three or four episodes reading into this. That was a this. good leap. I, I really, liked it. Yeah, yeah, I really, I love, I love this, the idea of this podcast. I think it's so original and I love, I love how that. spiritual you are. You're very, you're a very spiritual person. I've been listening to like your you know, talking about synchronicity and everything and, and having your daily, like, you know, your daily rituals and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. I feel like that comes from a very spiritual place. As so. a, as a, as a mode of, uh, self preservation. Really yeah. Only, yeah. You know, yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> and, and isn't it Selfless. also due to your upbringing? Uh, well, not particularly my, my family are academics. They, I'm probably the most, out there, spiritual, you know, I've basically, my, me and my brother uh, are the most out there, wacko spiritual people in the family. The rest of them are just, you know, intellectual Jews who don't really believe in anything that they can't touch or add up or, you know, create, you know, basically. So wasn't your mom a therapist? My dad was a therapist, was okay. a psychologist, a dream psychologist. So but the Jungian... Part, the synchronicity part. Yeah. Isn't that a, is that Carl Jung or Joseph Campbell? It's both. But okay. my dad actually was more of a Freudian, to be honest. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you find that out later. Yeah. I feel like mine was too. Yeah. I, I wonder, mean, <laughs> I wonder what Freud would say about this conversation between all three of yeah, us. Well, what he, um, you owe me $100. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your bill. <laughs> yeah. Probably. It Probably. All, it all yeah. goes back Did any of you see Dangerous Honor? Method? Speaking of film, that's a movie I would, if I was on your no. podcast, I would love to, that's the Cronenberg film with Viggo Mortensen. I love Cronenberg. Playing Freud and, uh, what's his name? The, uh, I don't forget the name of the guy who plays Young, but he's a famous, he's the actor who played the sex addict. Oh, Alexander Sarsgaard? Not Scar- Sarsgaard. It's not a Sarsgaard. Oh, that's why. um, uh, the British fella. Or he, oh gosh, he was in the new Alien movie too. He was in Alien Covenant. The guy um, that was in Shame? Yes. I, he's not a Sarsgaard? 
No. It's another Ardgard. That's Peter's name. <laughs> it's another Ardgard. It's one of those Thor people. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. hot. Yeah, he's very he's a very good looking man. Why can't I remember Alexander. his name? Alexander. Michael Fassbender. That's, That's what I yes. meant. Fassbender Fassbender. The Fassbender. There's something about the A's and the S's. It's a, it's a great, A's? it's the best film I've seen about either Jung or Freud. And of course, it's, it's I think it's the last... You know, it's well. It's the last great collaboration between Cronenberg and Vigo. Mm. Um, so I love Cronenberg. Uh, that, Early Cronenberg is amazing. And, and that and, last run of films yeah. of uh, History of Violence, Eastern <sighs> Promises, History and Vines. A Dangerous it's, Method is, yeah. I think, one of the great actor-director collaborations. I'm mean, right up there with any other actor-director collaboration. Absolutely. And it's with so it's that trilogy of films. See, I didn't see the last one. I saw the first two yeah. that you talked about: Eastern Promises and uh, 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 your uh, 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 History of Violence. History of Violence, which are are like insane works of art. Yeah. You know, I mean the, the, uh, the, the fight, he is an actor. Vigo Mortensen yeah. is an actor. The, the scene in the, that fight scene in the shower Changes is like, everything. It, it's, 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 your fight is a man just fighting nude. It's like, the, it's the most insane gladiator kind of like crazy moment in cinema. Yeah. And it's shot beautifully. And it's just, there, there are weird moments of violence on in film that are almost poetic, or actually do hit the mark of poetry, and that's definitely one of them. Yeah, you know, I yeah. feel Drive does that very well too, in terms of using it as violence is more of a dance and kind of painting it as like a beautiful picture, which is an odd way to see violence, but it is rather beautiful if you got the right cinematographer. And this is a perfect segue to Anya Marina, independent woman, because in the sixth episode, as we know. There is a massive explosion of violence. Yes. <laughs> I can't recall. <laughs> what are you alluding to? <laughs> I haven't seen it. Did, it get, did that get no, cut out? No, there's no violence. Oh, there's no violence. There's no violence. Although, there is a knife. There is a... I brandish a knife. Okay, see? I knew. Yeah. Intuitive. See, the synchronicity told me yeah. there was going to be violence in this. There the, are the, drugs. You, you are someone drugs with a history of violence. violence. Yeah. Have you made any Eastern promises? Not Yet. Would you consider your songwriting to be a dangerous method? <laughs> yeah. It could be if directed at the wrong person. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So, uh, well, uh, well, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to checking out the Carrie Allen podcast. Thank you. And did you, now, did you have you just you just ended up here, right? And we had someone who wasn't able to to be on because of scheduling. Well, and Dennis so I, also is. A camera operator on the new season of Labeled on mm-hmm. an episode. Yeah. Uh, which episode is it? But you'll see it. Labeled yeah. season two. Yeah. Episode two? I think it's episode two. The one that yeah. you guest star on, which is hilarious. Yeah. We had so much fun that day. He's a great photographer and he's a filmmaker. Thank he you. won an award for his short film. Oh, yeah. I've won a bunch of awards. So I have a short film called The Weekend, which you can see on Amazon Prime. That's a 20-minute short film. And then I have a film called Death and Disco Fries, which is coming out. Uh, I'm going to be releasing it just for free on Vimeo because I just want to put it out there. And then I'm actually working on a new short film with Bethany called Lonely Hearts, which is a whole... It's like... Oh, my God. It's crazy. Crazy, and it's, it's like, all about a haunted mirror. <laughs> it, it it actually is like a true crime-ish. It's really fun. I oh can't wait. God. I can't okay. wait. Great. Yeah, the excellent. Funny thing is, I did Dennis's podcast, and then he said I would love to interview your producers your, that worked on it with you. And then I introduced him and Jonathan and Bethany, and then they ended up doing his podcast separately. And then the next thing I know. <laughs> They're a couple. They're a couple. And I'm like, why didn't I think of this sooner? That's a perfect match. I didn't even mean to match make. 
You were like, you were the reason. They could be more perfect. Like they look, you know, when you see people that like look perfect together, you're like, yes, of course. Like they like the same stuff. They're both cute. They both have like great style. They're both quirky and interesting and they talk fast and they think fast. And they have mashed potatoes under their fingernails. Yeah. I got her into mashed potato art. It's been a long road, but we finally got to the point where she can build a volcano. Uh, which is impressive with, with just with a knife. She, she uses a knife. This I use the fork. Is all a Close Encounters reference? Yeah. Okay. Got you, it. you haven't no. seen Close Encounters? I have. It just, it's been it's been a while. Years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Richard Dreyfuss is kind of like a cross between Cary Grant and Woody Allen. Yeah. He oh. is. Yeah. So maybe I should just be Dennis Dreyfuss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well. Uh, well. Let's let's get into your question for the pop or okay. Dennis. Oh, I've been <clears throat> I've been like valiantly trying to think about this. I don't. I, I'm like okay. Take a moment. Take a moment. Take a moment. Will I eventually own a French bulldog named Waffles? Will you eventually own a French bulldog named Waffles? Now, of course, you have all the power in the world to determine this. <laughs> yeah. But okay, that doesn't. So mean, this is something. That, that, so, should, so should it be no, something? No, that's no, out no, of no, my no, no, okay. no, no. You've already asked it. Okay. So, but you still have to make the decision. And so now we're held, we're here to help you with that. Okay. A French bulldog named Waffles. Yes. Will you ever Will I own ever own a French one? bulldog named Waffles? Okay. Uh, well, I have questions about this, but we'll do it afterwards. So okay. now to engage the pop oracle, you get to spin the wheel of eight. <laughs> na 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 na. Wheel of eight. Song number two. Ooh. Move you. Bending spoons with my mind Manifesting men of all kinds In my spare time But oh, how I struggled in vain To solve this riddle with my brain
the night Sick and tired of you so polite You gotta kick off your boots Give up the fight Sick and tired of you so polite That was Anya Marina with Move You, the answer to Dennis's question. Will he ever own a French bulldog named Waffles? This is what happens when you ask the guy in the lounge to be on the podcast. Uh, no, this is great. This is great. This is great. Somewhere out there, there's a dog named Waffles saying, me, me. Move me around, buddy. So, Anya, before we get into interpreting it, tell us a little bit about, about the background of this song. It's really about wanting things to go my way. And wanting to control circumstances, people, places, things, and then recognizing that I cannot. But I still really, really want to. This song, you played a song that I don't know if it's really in your repertoire anymore uh, on one of your appearances on Radio 8 Ball called Another Think Coming. Or Another oh, Think. Yeah. And I've this seems like a, like a sibling song to that. Like there's this. There is a character that you sing that is this, I don't know, uh, very, I don't know, uh, I don't mean this in a bad way, but like selfish and manipulative and (laughs) I'm going to get what I want and fuck you if you get in my way. And it's, as a a songwriting character, it's really, really compelling. I I, I talk about it a fair amount on the show that like when, as a songwriter... I tend to listen to songs from inside them. So mm-hmm. when someone's singing, I feel like I'm the singer more than the person who's being sung to. And that is a really empowering place to be in this place of like, I'm going to take you. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to put, po- who, what's in the, another thing coming is like, I'm going to put poison in. It's like, if you think that I won't, like, oh, if you think I, I won't wish for the death of my enemies, if you think yeah. I won't, well, you have the song, if the I line. won't poison him with amphetamines, yes. something like and that. And then you yeah. have, if you think I don't lust after all my friend's husbands. Yeah, it's just, a really dark song. Yeah, I never did record that. It's it's a, well you did on Radio Eight Ball. That's good. Yeah. So uh, so Dennis, what did you think about that as the answer to your question? I loved it. Actually, I, I closed my eyes and you know kind of like manifested like this my little French bulldog dream of a dog. And I was as I was listening to the song, the rhythm of it, like I saw us playing in a park and me moving him around or her or her could be a girl. I never know. We have a girl named Waffles, and just like playing with this dog and I. It made a lot of sense when you started saying "move me, move me, move you around." I'm now, like, does, oh, your, yeah. does your does your dog move him around? Does the building you live in currently allow pets? I could I could make it an option. You know, I can definitely say like, "Hey, can I get a dog?" You know, and then my <laughs> landlord will be like, "No," and then I'll be like, "Come on," he'll be like, "All right." <laughs> so, well, I, I, I guess I, that's what I was thinking about was that negotiation was the question of, "Am I going to have to move, or are you going to be able to move your landlord?" Into allowing you to have this French bulldog with you. That's good. 
Yeah. That's way deeper than I would think. Nice. Well, you are very deep. deep. You are very, you're nice. good. You're good at this. Good job, Andra. Yes. Yeah. Loving yeah. your insight. Well, thank you. Thank you. Why? Well, I, uh, I can't, that, they're all I have. So, <laughs> so. Uh, and then I was also thinking in the line about I'm manifesting men of all kinds. That is Dennis. Oh. He, we already established oh. that he is a man of all kinds. Cary Grant, Cary Joe Grant, Strummer, Joseph. and Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Cary Strummer Allen. That's, that's, yeah. that's men of all kinds. Are, are there any other kinds of men? Well, also, like, a dog is a kind of man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that he's manifesting a dog in his life. Are you a believer that all dogs are, all dogs are men and all no. cats are women? No, no, no. No, definitely not. No. You know some... I know some female dogs. You do know some, so they actually do exist. <laughs> some real bitches. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so set you up for Thank that you. one. Yes, wonderful. <laughs> so we have our answer then. So yeah, I think we do. I think yeah, we do. I feel pretty good. Dog. I gotta get that dog. You're gonna move that cute little thing around. Yeah, pictures. Yeah, you know, I was listening to your lyrics, and I love uh, how beautifully dark they are. And it's funny because, like, when as a songwriter, like, I, when I would write lyrics, they were always like really like crazy. Like the lyrics were like. Not, not just like, but just super dark. You know what I mean? And people read this and be like, "What are you, are you okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> like, this is just my way of like getting things out." You know? So like, when you were saying the thing about the amphetamines, like you know, oh, poison yeah. with amphetamines, have you ever gotten a reaction like that? When you, like someone be like, "Are you serious about this?" Like, do we yes, need to call? Yes, I was in Florida once and I had played this song "Sociopath" <laughs> and I played one of my songs called "Clean and Sober," which the chorus of that is like, "I hope like." I can't. Taking us back to the Ponya Marina first I record. I hope you die of fiery death. I love you. God, I need you. Yeah. I hope you choke. I wish you all the best for all the rest of your days. But this woman came up to me afterwards, and I thought she was hitting on me because she wouldn't leave the merch booth, and I sold all my merch and the T-shirts and the CDs, and she's still hanging around, and I'm like, I mean, there's still many to sell. Of course, I didn't sell out of the merch. And uh, I go, can I help you with anything else? And I'm thinking, like, what is her deal? And she's like, when are you coming back again to Orlando? And I go, I don't know. I don't know when I'll be back. A couple months, a year? And she goes... Yeah, like, when do you think, though, maybe could you keep in touch with me? And I was like, of course, sign up for my mailing list. Yeah, and she's like, it just, it'd be really great to have you back. And I'm like, oh, she likes me. She's hitting on me, which is weird because she's wearing, like, pearls and she has big, curly, poofy hair. Like, she looks like a, a newscaster or something. Huh. And then she There are put- lesbian newscasters. It's okay, Anya. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out. I know. She just looked very conservative. And she pulls out this. There are conservative lesbians. Yes, you're right. Thank you. (laughs) Like four. So she pulls out a pamphlet, and it's and she goes, "I just think that you should come to my church with me next time you're in town." And I was like, "Oh, that's what this is about. You're recruiting me for your church." It's amazing. Yeah, I was really. I was like, "What makes you think I need?" She was like, "Your entire set made me worry about you." I was like, "Oh." But that's like, but isn't that true? Like, that's how we feel after like a breakup or whatever. You're like, "I hate you," and I and I want to, I want terrible things to happen to you, but I love you so much. Exactly. You know, that's why you gotta write it. My therapist told me to write that song. Yeah. See, if a therapist encourages you, you can get it out. I asked her how I can be more mature in my breakup because I had run into my boyfriend, my ex boyfriend, and he was like, "We were a month out of the breakup, and he was already dating somebody new." And I was like, oh, really? Okay. And he's like, yeah, it's nothing serious, but, you know, what about you? 
And I'm like, I'm not yet dating, no, but I, I'm, I'm sure I will. And he just goes, yeah, I'm sure you will. You're great. You know, take care. I wish you the best. And I went to therapy and I asked her, how do I get to that place, like where I'm wishing him the best? And she goes, why don't you write a song from the point of view of your higher self? You know, like yeah. your more mature self. And that's what came out. <laughs> I, I love tried. that so much. <laughs> That's really a, that, was, that was a good effort. Yeah. You know? I've never been good at writing earnest songs if I'm not feeling it. Well, we, there's a theme emerging here that you have a lot. You use songs as a way to move through breakups. You've done that. Yeah. Several of the songs you've talked about yes. have been about doing that. Yeah, 90% of these songs. No. Either about moving through breakups or about moving through hookups. Oh. Because the shut up is also is about trying to... Get over someone's hesitation around engaging. Right. Yes. I don't think I thought of it as a hookup at the time. Right. I think it was more like let's you wanted be in a relationship. Why can't you be? That's what I meant. I didn't mean like hookup, hookup. I just right. meant oh, like, the, so they're about the beginning of relationships or about you use these songs as spells to navigate relationships. I am a witch. Yeah, I do. Feel, I I say it a lot on the show. I do believe that songs are spells. I mean, if oh. you if you've ever been if you ever performed it's song so over and over again, you know you're just out there repeating these ideas. And whether whether you were just doing them for yourself or doing it for an audience or putting it on a CD and having it out there, it does. I never thought of that. I think you're right. Yeah, they manifest sh- shit. Can yeah. we swear on this? Yeah, you can. Okay. You can manifest all the shit you want on my <laughs> <Okay>. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, uh, well, well, Dennis, thank you for being on the show, for being such a good sport. I'm, I'm on, thank you so much for having me. It was a real surprise and honor, and I, I wish I had a better question. No, no, that was a that great was question. That was the best. Oh, my God. You and Bethany knocked I was like, I don't know what to ask. Those are very creative questions. Yeah, they are. <laughs> and I, I, I'm very much looking forward to checking out your film podcast. Yeah, and next time you come into town, we can we can make a show oh, together. I would love to. I love talking about film. And there awesome. Are, you heard me going on about Mordecai. I love to talk some most of my favorite films are deeply maligned. Great. And most of the films that pe- like so many of the films that people think are great, I think are terrible. Well, and I think that there's a I I do believe that there is first of all, it's a anyone who makes a film is a champion. Whether it's a bad film, I mean or a, or 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 a masterpiece, it's a lot of work. Oh yeah. It's a ton of work and a ton of passion and I remember hearing Tommy Wiseau talk about The Room. He loved that movie. He really thought he was making a masterpiece. You have to respect someone. Well, he kind of did, didn't he? He, he did. He totally made a masterpiece. I mean, it, there's nothing like it. Right. There's it, nothing like it. It created, I mean, it, 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 they made a, a biopic of him from it. So he was honored later on. And now he's lapping all of it up. But I think that it's like... There is value in terrible films, you know yeah. what I mean? Or films that have been maligned because sometimes there are films that have been yeah, maligned that I not, love. The things I'm talking about are not terrible films. They're right. great films that are misunderstood by yeah. a cruel and unfeeling world. Right. And and I think that, you know, look, it, it, it takes so many people to make a film, even if it's on a small budget. But it only so takes one to ruin it. Takes it takes one person oh. who's, who's, who's like... To be fair, they're sitting in front of their computer complaining. Yeah, like, right. I mean, it's like, come on, you know, yeah. you don't know the effort that went into it. Yeah, I would much rather talk with you about the ba- the films that people think are bad that I love than a- the films that people think are great that I don't like. I, I would love think, that. Yeah, I've, I've said it. Uh, I've, I've said this on the show about songs. I feel like the worst song ever written is still better than the best opinion about a song ever given. 
Especially if it's negative. Absolutely. I don't care what you don't like. Why are well, you telling me? You know, when I was when I was playing, well, I play music, but like I never read a, a, a critics, you know, music critics, because mm-hmm. I'm like, how? That's someone telling me to like music. Right. How do you you feel music? You right. feel what you like, and you're you're allowed not to like a certain music, and Unless you're allowed. Unless it's Anya Marina in this session, you're not allowed to do. It. I, I mean, yeah. I, I have to. I love yeah. all of your music. So. Thank you. Yeah. Good. Cool. Good do, we, do we need to? Uh, uh, yeah, we do need to keep moving. We keep it I'm moving. Sorry, but yeah, so. thank you for being a guest on the show. Thank You're you. Fantastic. Your name thank of your you podcast again is the Carrie Allen Picture Show. The Carrie Allen Picture Show. I'll put links in here. Thanks for doing it. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Radio Eight Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit radioeightball.com, where you'll find the Radio Eight blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio Eight Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio Eight Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts, and if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andros Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Show. It's a good show!